Welcome to our podcast, A New Economy is a Japanese Cryptocurrency Medias, focused on blockchain and crypto. So, today I want to interview the Marvel Multiune Capital's partner. So, yeah, we have、uh, almost three topics.、Uh, first, who is Marvel? And second, what is Multicoin Capital? Third, for the future insight in the crypto space and the blockchain space. So, first,、uh, Marvel,、uh, please introduce yourself in terms of uni- majoring in university or careers before Multicoin Capital. Absolutely.、Yeah. Um, first of all, we'd like to thank you for inviting us.、Um, yeah, you're welcome.、Here. I'm very glad to yeah, me too. do this podcast with you. Yeah,、um, from、yes. Be- Beijing so, to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.、Mm-hmm. So, my name is Mabel Jang.、Um, I'm currently running the Beijing office for Multicoin Capital.、Um, before Multicoin,、mm-hmm. I was, well, I started off my career in traditional finance in、mm-hmm. New York. I was, city, I was at City New York.、Mm-hmm. Um, that was a few years. And then afterwards, I actually came back to China.、Um, I joined、uh, a unicorn、um, called Didi, which is、oh. Uber China. Oh, of the course. The one that acquired Uber China. <laughs> I, I used it. I was there、um, mm-hmm. for their corporate strategy.、Um, and then afterwards, I started for some inspirations that I'll, I'll explain on that later.、Um, for some inspirations, I decided to join、uh, the crypto investment、mm-hmm. venture fund. That was another venture fund in China, in Beijing, actually. Oh. Um, Nirvana Capital. And then during that time, I've been kind of just like learning a lot about you know, how the whole Web3 are evolving, as well as like open finance and、mm. all these interesting topics. And then accumulated quite a bit of different, I would say, friends and connections within the space, both in the Eastern、um, space and the Western space.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, somehow, in last year, last year over the summer, I met. Multipoint team,、mm-hmm. um, and then I joined them in December. So that's how kind of the, the whole career trajectory.、Wow. Um, in terms of my major, it's, it's interesting that you actually asked this because <laughs> I didn't do anything that's related to this space.、Mm-hmm. I,、um, I was an art history major、wow. and I double、Ooh. major statistics as well.、Mm, cool. Um, right. Um, actually, that was、um, something really worthy of mentioning because that's what got me into the crypto space,、mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I, I've been following the art market forever, like since, since college.、Forever. And then obviously, you know, during 2017 time, like you saw a lot of those、um, NFTs and stuff, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, NFT, the gaming, CryptoKitty was like one of the biggest. Yes, yes.、Um, and I noticed that you know, a lot of these art pieces, like digital art,、mm-hmm. usually、um, you know, the, the video clips or you know, photos or whatever, whatever that's put in the museums,、mm-hmm. if they're on chain, That you can obviously you can limit the number of copies、mm-hmm. to actually guarantee the value of them. I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was like a big market. So I looked more into、um, crypto and blockchain.、Mm-hmm. That's how I got interested. But that was also like a, it's more like a、um, side business, not side business, like side interest、mm-hmm. outside of my like working experience. So yeah,、um, that's how I got into crypto space. Oh, nice.、Um, w- would you like me to talk a little bit more about Multicoin? Yes, from the, you know, I have a and a question uh, because uh, you, of course,、uh, we spontaneously have a question between、uh, your talking、uh, because you, you mentioned that you met the Multicoin Capital team last December? No, 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 no. last summer. Last summer. And、uh, we, where? Did you get uh, meet uh, Multicoin Capital? Because、uh, you know, Japanese you know,、uh, crypto conference is 
open all over the world. So where did you meet? What what's the event? Uh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I I met them actually in Shanghai Blockchain Week.、Mm. So Shanghai Blockchain Week is like usually in August, like summertime in Shanghai is actually nice. nice.、Um, a lot of people like around the globe like all come over to China、mm. to meet different projects and、um, basically like investors and so on and so forth. Like people have like very interesting events and also hackathons and so on and so forth. Nice.、Um, and then and then I think I think at that point it was. Kind of almost like a tipping point for the whole industry because a lot of these Western investors started to notice that, okay,、um, there is like very big opportunity here、mm-hmm. for、um, the West to really like trying to learn more about what's happening in the East, like in Korea, in Japan, in China.、Um, so that's why a lot of them actually headed over. In the past, like none, not that many, I would say, venture funds came、mm-hmm. over to. To the Blockchain Week of Shanghai. Nice. So I thought that was、wow. like a turning point. I realized that a lot more other venture funds are noticing this trend,、mm-hmm. but obviously not everyone started to hire someone here.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think this is absolutely the right strategy because, like I said,、uh, information silos of the crypto space twenty four seven is it's big,、mm-hmm. and then、yeah. you need to have someone on the ground. To really capture all these movement and then to help you make decisions because、mm. more information cool. always help.、Um, cool, cool.、So、yeah. That's, yeah, that's, nice. That's yeah, you know,、uh, China has a very strong strategy for blockchain and crypto space.、Uh, these days, Ogre's、uh, Chinese governments have a lot of open information. For example,、uh, China created a protocol about technologies with joining with or Weibo and、uh, another cryptos and blockchain tech giant. So what now? What do you want to connect and、uh, relate with Chinese governance、okay. as a multi-coin capital? The question was like, what? How do I want to add more government relationship with, or like,、yes. what was the? Especially China, because、uh, you know, China have、uh, China is the best blockchain, yeah, nations. I think. I see. I see. Your, I see your question.、Um, so, like, I, I think there's like a very interesting phenomena that a lot of people probably have also noticed, which is、um, for for Chinese government, like they always do a lot of regulation,、mm-hmm. like yes. hand holding with the private sectors.、Mm-hmm. Meaning, like sometimes, like for example, back then AliPay and WeChat Pay,、mm-hmm. like they were doing something around the digital payment、mm-hmm. back in yes, 2014, yes, yes. 2015, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, And then, and then, and then they actually,、um, there was no regulation around the space. But、mm-hmm. then, like the central bank and also the regulator realized、mm-hmm. that, oh, this is like a big pie. Like、yes. they should start regulating it. Yeah, and then,、yeah. like they saw the private companies doing that, then they stepped in.、Um, so I thought it was the same for for blockchain to some extent. I think,、mm-hmm. like although in the past there's always like say quote unquote very strict like legislation or regulation and so on and so forth like around it, but. Um, for some of the activities, like the the government did not really put a lot of effort to hunt them down. So、mm-hmm. although it it was said relatively illegal, there was no real enforced actions around it, unless it's like really extreme scam or something like that. <laughs> so now, like after they realized that, especially and also the central bank, um, they have started internally learning about the digital currency about. Crypto about blockchain since 2014, and they were thinking about issuing a central、mm-hmm. bank digital currency yeah, 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 yeah. since then.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think now they realize it's time to really、um, put more publicity around it. 
Yeah. And then yeah. I think they're there for us, like how to be involved. That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, like I think these large um, government department, they won't really directly work with the private sector. Mm-hmm. However, um, they would put money into some projects they think they're promising, mm-hmm. like basically just given out like stipends or some sort of grants. Right. Um, the other way to work with them is like if they have um, like supporting a project, they usually would open up a small portion of the I would say investment allocation for mm-hmm. for the private investors. Mm-hmm. So that's where like you can try to um, step in and say like present to them what are the resources that you can bring mm-hmm. to this project to help them bring this project from China mm-hmm. all over the world. Oh. So I think that's actually a very good opportunity if if a fund has you know a European or American headquarter, but mm-hmm. they want to like they want to be here. And I think that's their edge mm-hmm. because like the Chinese government also don't want this like these projects they're supporting only be in China. They also mm-hmm. want them <laughs> to be global. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how I, I would say like that like that's vaguely how we would operate. But yes. obviously this is case by case, especially in China, these mm-hmm. things are always related to the relationship and who you know and what's uh, the trust, that kind of thing. Cool. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Korea answers. And uh, do you have a portfolio? And uh, do March going have a portfolio with Chinese project? Yes, we do. Um, so for us, like we actually we have not done that many actual deals, mm-hmm. but we did have at least like two right now. Mm. So one is um, Nervals. Nervals is like we've been like looking into the space for a while, like within China, but mm-hmm. like we've been very cautious in terms of the project quality and then product market fit and also like, you know, the project's relationship with the government and so mm-hmm. on. Right. So um, on the venture side, like, we have investment in Nervals, which mm-hmm. is like a public chain, um, a protocol. Um, it's a it's a proof of work. Based protocol um, that's focusing very much on um, uh, asset security, mm-hmm. and the other one was um, BeForce, which is an open finance um, platform. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So that was the two major venture bet oh, like we nice. have right now, and 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 China. Wow. Yeah, I I think the Marchman Capital have a very sophisticated import for you. So what do you decide to? Well, which project is good or not good? Do you think? Do you have a standards or viewpoint for investing and uh, pre-selling a uh, yeah viewpoint about project? What is a good? What is bad? Right. So um, we do have a few buckets that we would like try to run every single deal through. Mm-hmm. However, it's not like you know for for this kind of venture investment, there's not never. Uh, formula for you to follow after. Yeah. But obviously, I think team is very important. Product market fit, I think it's as important as the team, especially at early stage. Because mm-hmm. like, honestly, the, um, like if you are, it's, uh, it's always about balancing, mm-hmm. right? If you are like aiming at the team, sometimes like you know, you know, the product market fit, it's not there, there yet. But then like you would um, hope that like mm-hmm. when the product market fit formed, the team is the team to take over the market, mm-hmm. right? And then after that, it will be also like the solution itself, like whether from the technical perspectives, mm-hmm. we have experts in these um, to help with the technical um, due diligence, um, like whether something makes sense or not, some technology solution makes sense or not. 
And then also like the go-to-market strategy, you know, in terms of the operational level, like whether they have the right partners to work with to get actual market. And all mm. these. So I think these are all the ones that we would evaluate. It's pretty standardized mm. um, venture practice, I would say. Um, I would um, I would also emphasize that um, sometimes, like to my point earlier, um, mm-hmm. like it's really hard to get a, a team that can do or, or a project that can cover everything mm, with a yeah. hundred points, yes, right? Yes, yes. It's yeah. always about balance. Yeah. Um, so then, so then like, you know, it, even including like you see if the founder themselves are very determined, mm-hmm. you know, these kind of traits, probably not as important for later stage deals, like when you see in the private equity mm. sector, but obviously for, yeah, for crypto especially, and and also like crypto itself is like a very evolving space. So you yeah. can't imagine that you know the white paper will be um, like basically the project will execute exactly like the ver- version one of the white mm-hmm. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would always hope that the team is flexible, resilient enough mm-hmm. to make certain changes when it's needed. So I think all these are so important. Yes, right, right, right. According to your report, uh, there are so different types flow uh, between the traditional venture capital and the crypto fund. Uh, Marchcoin Capital is a crypto fund, I think. What is the difference between traditional venture capital and uh, crypto fund uh, in terms of maybe a network effect or something? Uh, very good questions. I think venture fund, um, have, like, they would also have investment thesis, obviously. Yeah. But I think for a lot of the venture fund, like the traditional mm-hmm. one, like they won't be as much involved in terms of um, the business model. Um, I guess like for the token economic, like for, for the in crypto investment, mm-hmm. you know, that is token economic design. Yes. So for us, like when we invest, like we don't just do put the money there and that's it. I mm-hmm. think a lot of the venture, I would say like they are like that. Obviously, like for er- earlier ones, they, they like the team and then they would probably just like, you know, let the do go for it. And then mm-hmm. they'll just like sit there and see if it works or not. But I think for crypto funds, like they would have to be very involved in terms of designing mm-hmm. token economics. No, no. Um, and also um, in terms of like the partnering with uh, I guess the more traditional business because that's how you get adoption mm-hmm. or even just like connecting the resources. I guess like this part is like relatively similar to what some of the venture funds would do like by connecting their own portfolio, you know, mm. have one portfolio work with another one. Yeah. Um, but I guess like for a crypto fund, like not just the synergy within crypto portfolio, but also trying to link the outside um, resources with the crypto portfolio to help them grow, expand, and get mass adoption. I think these are something I would emphasize, yes. Mm, nice. And uh, I want to hear about uh, portfolios uh, because uh, for uh, your acting, uh, what is your and Marchcoin's effort for portfolio? to mass adoption because uh, network effect and uh, some another uh, effect is so important things in traditional in venture capital we can invest and uh, we give the money or labor and uh, PR and uh, give the space to work I think uh, four or five things but uh, a lot of crypto fund give her another point and another chances for example uh, you, you said a token design and uh, uh, maybe integrate the 
from portfolio to portfolio. For example, DeFi space, uh, Coinbase mm. uh, integrate with Compound and uh, put together something like that. So, what is the best efforts in for in the March Coin Capital so far? Yes, I um, I actually would say yeah. I think like the token economics design and all those are absolutely absolutely important. And mm-hmm. then you don't have to mention about the the exchange listing or all those. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time, being a global fund specifically. Um, mm. is like how we differentiate from a lot of the other portfolio, uh, a lot of a lot of the other crypto funds in the space is that mm. because we have a truly truly global footprint mm-hmm. like for the western portfolio mm. for example for myself actually one of my recent work focus is trying to help I, I don't say the name, but like mm-hmm. there are like no, three no, different course. projects that mm-hmm. are they are looking no, into expanding into Asia, especially mm-hmm. China, mm-hmm. and they need local community person. Mm-hmm. Um, they need like local operational strategy. Mm-hmm. I would actually sit down with them and then try to go through all these together, mm-hmm. and also even just try to help them interview the right people because I would be able to talk to them in local language, and I also know people around this person would kind of have like be, mm-hmm. be able to do a due diligence. Um, and same thing for our. Chinese or like Korean portfolio, like we can help them do a lot of marketing, get PR exposure in the Western space, which mm. I think is very tremendously helpful for, mm. for them because like I think otherwise like it will be just like a very local thing. Um, so I think these like although are very like trivial efforts, but I think it's um, it, it becomes like very important part uh, like a, you know it could be part of the go to market strategy and even when when we pitch the portfolio when we mm. were investing in mm-hmm. safe, these are the values we provide to you guys uh-huh. um, and sometimes like they do do value these Okay, you mentioned uh, you said uh, in current phase, uh, the a, a lot of crypto project want to exposure globally. So because uh, yes, yeah, because uh, you mentioned you you say that I think the blockchain is based on global infrastructure in in special technologies. So so uh, VC and the crypto fund help the project to connect uh, another project globally. You mentioned. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand it. Okay, oh, we have a uh, last question about uh, this in this interviews. Uh, we change the topics from now to future. Um, yes, you know, mm. you said uh, you know uh, these we, now we have to think about COVID nineteen. So, but because of COVID nineteen, blockchain is very useful because uh, a lot of there are a lot of problems in especially the supply chains. Uh, supply chains is stopped now, so it I think uh, supply chains have to um, use the blockchain. So, and uh, a lot of another good merits uh, to use the blockchain. So, what do you think the blockchain and the crypto space for the future? Uh, you were more saying about just like in general future, right? Yes, Not yes. about how COVID Im- impacted. I guess like that's a trigger, but um, like it's more like yes, generally yes, yes, outlook, yes. I think right? So. And uh, yes, trigger. Right. I think COVID-19 is also yeah, key points. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think like, for example, um, like COVID actually prevented a lot of people like do things in the real world. So a lot of people now are relatively more, like definitely more adaptive to um, you know, doing a lot of virtual things mm-hmm. um, online, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, there's like a game, but anyways, like th- that, that, that's not related. Mm-hmm. But basically like the idea was a lot of people are willing to explore the virtual world, mm-hmm. which could be, you know, in the future it will be VR. And then within those worlds, if people are willing to 
spend some digital money yeah. and all those like obviously i think that will be a huge part that blockchain would be able to help because like, otherwise you just can't control mm. the issue and the number of issuance right that wouldn't, wouldn't work um and then at the same time i think i think all these development in the world technology development world in the world won't just go and by themselves like it will always be hand holding one to the other like I said, like VR related to blockchain or um, like even 5G network because like you basically just have, mm. can have a very, very fast infrastructure net- network yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then use that every, anywhere, anytime and then without, without Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So, um, like in general, because like we we're just talking about like a general trend, I think this is a perfect opportunity because people are becoming more used to decentralization. Mm-hmm. Um, they can like I'm sure after this, like people are more open to um, working from home mm-hmm. and yes, also um, doing freelancer yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of like doing freelancers and mm-hmm. all these kind of like have their own lifestyle, it will definitely push forward the online digital payment. Hmm. Right. So I think that's definitely an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and then like in terms of macro, macro level, I think um, all these central banks, uh, to be honest, like they are flooding because like to um, to save the economy, mm-hmm. like, they are printing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So Bitcoin by itself is anti-inflationary asset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think people do notice that not just within crypto, but also like the traditional fund. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking about, OK, how do I kind of do certain things to be anti-inflation? course like gold buying gold is one thing but how about the other things so i think and also at the same time like people would think about oh if i actually try to avoid certain place and get all my money um immediately in one minute um to another place obviously like using cryptocurrency is the easiest way and then you can carry it everywhere um so yeah i think i think these are my observations Mm, uh, because of COVID-19, mm. you th- you think the COVID-19 and uh, another problem makes me think about another uh, living, how to live because, uh, you, th- you know, and uh, I'm, I'm totally changed because of due to the COVID-19. I can work for, from home be, uh, before corners. I don't think we, I, we couldn't work from home uh, because workplace is workplace. Home is home, we yeah. think. But yeah, half people can change the mind and change the ideologies, especially the yes governance or something. So I think a blockchain makes me to help and uh, create a new value, especially mm-hmm. um, finance system. And uh, yeah, because we have to work, work, connect to be to do money, you think. Uh, and uh, so I have a question about these topics. What is drastic changing for in two years? What is the what is industries? Mm, what industry you're saying? Yes. Um, I think for now, what I can see is um, finance, like open finance. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's like within two, like strictly within two years. Um, but then obviously, like we are observing a lot of these DeFi protocol mm-hmm. on the one hand. And then the CFI institutions, exchanges and the lending mm-hmm. institutions, right? Um, and I do see that like in the future financial world, it's not going to be dominated by these um, centralized financial institutions. Like instead, all a lot of these DeFi protocols, they might be able to provide because like they can provide global liquidity mm-hmm. on their protocol. Yes, yes. Like they can actually be the underlying infrastructure um, that's like have some sort of compatibility mm-hmm. like among themselves as well as 
their combination and permutation with these DeFi mm-hmm. institutions. I think mm-hmm. this is very powerful. Oh. Like, I'm not a DeFi ideologist. Mm-hmm. I think like DeFi and CFI has to walk together mm-hmm. to yeah, make you know so. a lot of yes, the yes. efficiency improved. Mm-hmm. Um, people can save a lot of costs in terms of like having human being running mm-hmm. certain financial services. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's like one observation I have. Mm-hmm. The other yeah, one will I be I- IoT and Web3 in general. Mm-hmm. Like a few of our portfolio, um, like Helium mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? Um, are we? Uh, well, I guess IoT is Helium. Mm-hmm. Basically, I would just emphasize on that. It's like easier for people to understand. Mm-hmm. So Helium is actually a company that they offer long file solution for people to find where their things are. Um, the idea is that on the one hand, on the supply side, each pe- each person each can run like a hotspot mm-hmm. to provide this kind of long file, which um, can have like coverage more than. 15 miles. And then on the other hand, people, if they actually have some sort of thing, objects like with the chips or with the sensor um, on, on the object, like if they want to find it, if, for example, your dock or your bike, and then you use your phone to like locate where the, the, the thing are, and then you can directly use the network, which is supplied by the, the hotspot in people's house, mm. and then pay these people who offer you the bandwidth mm-hmm. um, with the cryptocurrency. The idea is that you don't like with this, like you don't have to, the idea is that with this, like you don't have to um, really run these like very huge infrastructure project provided by the mobile carrier. Mm. Like now you only to have these like network, you just need each household run some hotspot and everyone on the street, as far as like they're in the coverage space, they can use the network. And then find their things. That's how the IoT world should be. I think this is like a very crucial first step. Mm, IoT. Yeah, I have never think the, about the IoT system. I think a lot of people for Japanese company think and uh, yes, experience to the machine to machines payment. Mm. Uh, for example, drone to drone, or because uh, you know the Japan have a great transportation system, and uh, if I order the Amazon, uh, some companies give uh, send me the baggage and the items for one day or two days with me. But uh, you know the COVID nineteen or another, we have a problem COVID nineteen or some people, especially in the uh, developed country. Some people survive the baggage or items if people order it. I think machine to machine is nice and IoT is great. But IoT needs to use, say, the digital currency, digital payment and the digital infrastructure and the digital identity. I think that. Right. I mean, the idea was just, just that yeah, like, if you know who you're paying to... Mm. Um, then you can lose the anonymity. But if you're using cryptocurrency, you're just paying the network. You yeah. don't know who you're paying to. I think that's the best way to, to fix this um, problem in the yeah, past. Yeah. Will you give me uh, some comments for Japanese crypto enthusiasts? Yes, um, for the Japanese one. No, I think like Japan definitely have a very good future for cryptocurrency, especially you guys have a relatively open and positive regulation. Um, I'm like hoping that like, for example, like line pay, mm-hmm. line pay is like a big effort. Um, so I'm hoping that a lot of these um, larger corporation can be more involved, mm-hmm. um, like to, to embrace what they can do, because I think that's how right now a lot of these um, large enterprise um, are heading towards like last actually last April, I was in Japan and for for a conference. Really? And then there were a lot mm-hmm. of panel 
a lot of panel were actually be like participated by some of these like, large companies. Mm. Um, so I think that's very interesting because like, we don't see it um, anywhere else in the world. Like a lot of the, the high tech companies in, in the United States or in China, even, for example, like mm. they have not really thought about how they can leverage or integrate mm. blockchain. Um, at the same time, I'm, I'm also kind of curious like to see if there are entrepreneurs like for smaller teams mm-hmm. to work on um, the cryptocurrency related stuff. Yeah. But um, I haven't seen anyone really like pitching us. Maybe when you're listening to this, like, please feel free to yeah. kind of ping us if you have like something interesting. But I <laughs> would course. love to learn more about um, the younger entrepreneur, the smaller team. And what are those businesses are? Yeah, of course, uh, I have a lot of young entrepreneurs in the crypto space. If, of course, I connect with Marchcoin Capital. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Okay, this is end. Okay, thank you for joining <sighs> with our podcast uh, from Marble. Thank you very much for Marble. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.